0: And we are back. This is Alexander Juan Antonio Cortez, and this is the Art of Health podcast. All right, so topic for this podcast, this is one, this was asked by uh, Nabil. How you doing, brother? And it was a good topic. I had not actually thought to uh, talk about it at all. It's one of those things that's obvious, but you realize you overlook, and that's uh, supportive gear. So referring to... Straps, wraps, knee wraps, elbow rest, wraps, rests, knee wraps, elbow wraps, uh, belts. When do you know to use this stuff? Is there are there rules to it? Are there you know strength standards to follow? Now the uh, the, the general heuristic you could say heuristic heuristic general heuristic you could say is that there are no rules actually to it. You can begin using any kind of gear at any given time in your training career. So, there are no strength standards that say you have to be X strong to use a belt. You have to be X strong to use wrist straps. You have to be X strong to use straps. What it is a situation of, it's a situation of application. So... I'm, I'm going to give you some general guidelines in this podcast, but understand that if you want to go out right now and you know use wrist strap straps or stuff, whatever, you can do so. Don't don't feel like you have to hit some imaginary threshold of approval because there isn't one at all. So let's kind of let's uh, let's kind of start from the uh, the hands and work our way up. So for our hands, what can we use in regards to supportive gear? We have two things. We can use straps, which those are for pulling movements. And we can use wrist wraps, which stabilize your wrist for pressing movements. Additionally, you can also use wrist wraps to do arm movements, so like curls and pushdowns. So straps and wraps. Straps are for pulling, wraps are for pressing, and let's just say arm movements, uh, curls and extensions. How do you use these things? Well, for straps, it's, it's pretty basic, I think. You wrap it around the bar or the dumbbell, and it allows you to, you know, not necessarily take your grip out of the movement. And that's actually, you know, to not just tangent myself, but that's a major fallacy that I, did, I didn't discuss that in the straps podcast. But when people talk about using straps and, oh, you, you, you don't have to grip, it makes your grip weaker. If you're using straps correctly, you're still gripping. You know, and, I mean, you're still, a, the, the whole point of using the strap is that it allows you to hold on to the weight, you know, oftentimes with more sustained pressure than you could otherwise without having the, stra- uh, the strap on there. And I could make an argument that straps allow you to get stronger for that reason. So when you're using straps, like I said in the prior podcast, don't think that you're ma- that you're weakening your grip. Do not believe that you're making your hand weaker by the sake of using the strap. If you're using straps, you are, in fact, arguably making your grip, or at least if nothing else, your back, traps, etc., stronger. Central nervous system stronger. So we're going to use straps. You're going to use them for pulling movements. So we are pulling movements? We got rows, deadlifts, uh, pull downs, chin chin ups. Per my prior recommendations, like I said, I prefer to use straps for my either my all out sets. Let's say like a dumbbell rows. So let's say I'm going to do uh, a rest pause to complete failure set of twenty for my last set. I'll strap up for that with dumbbell rows. If I'm doing let's say multiple sets of deadlifts that are, um, sub So let's say I'm working in the 70, 80% range and I'm not working those deadlifts for my technique at all. I'm not doing those deadlifts for, uh, you know, even like, you know, to improve my actual conventional teni- technique. I'm using those to just improve my back musculature. So let's say I'm doing stiff leg deadlifts. Stiff leg deadlifts are to help my posterior chain. So the best way I could differentiate this, I think when you're gonna use straps is are you using straps for the sake of hypertrophy or are you using straps, maybe mistakenly, with your actual strength movements? If you compete in powerlifting, you got to be able to pick up your deadlifts, period. <clears throat> so, you know, if that's the case, you might not want to use straps in your heaviest sets because they throw off the strength curve. However, if you're, you know, a bodybuilder or just you're not a competitive powerlifter and you're not so concerned with your maximum deadlift, then, yeah, you could use straps for your heavier weights. But, you know, like I said, you got to pick and choose. Myself, personally, I don't use my Wrist straps for my heavy deadlift sets. Anything above 85, you know, and you know beyond, if I'm doing it, you know, to get stronger, I make sure to grip the bar, make sure my grip is strong enough. If I'm doing stiff leg deadlifts or even higher up deadlifts for the sake of muscle building, then yes, I'll put on straps. So you know, for myself, it's a funny situation. I'll, you know, so I could have 400 pounds in the bar. I definitely won't use straps for that. Uh, since I'm, let doing some like speed singles, I could have. 200 pounds in the bar let's say you know a a plate and a you know a plate and a quarter and a 10 and let's say i'm doing some you know higher up rdls and i'll strap up for those because i don't care about my grip at that point i just want to get the burn in my hammies so are you training for strength are you training for muscle for the muscle movements definitely you can strap up for for wrist wraps we got wrist wraps how do we use wrist wraps wrist wraps stabilize your wrist now I I've never heard anyone argue against the usage of wrist wraps. Wrist wraps are incredibly useful because when used correctly, they keep your wrist stable, they keep your joint aligned, they make you stronger, they keep your wrist in the you know natural appropriate pressing position, they relieve the stress on the wrist. So ri- wrist wraps, especially, they can I'm not gonna say save your life, but they can save your save your joints and certainly spare your joints as you train in the long term. That's something I've seen with a lot of older lifters when they get end up getting bad wrists, you know, or bad elbows, and uh, you know they end up strapping up a lot. And maybe they resisted doing it when they were younger because it wasn't hardcore to have wrist straps on or wrist wraps. I'm sorry, wrist wraps. But wrist wraps, I recommend those for all levels of trainees. Um, you know, there's no, you know, like I said, there's no strength level you have to be at. Especially if you have skinny wrists, if you're a, if you're a woman, uh, and you're you know, you're trying to press then, yeah, I mean, weights can be hard to handle. I'm not going to make a case that there should be women's weights. That's that's a complete bullshit. Weights are weights. You know, there's five-foot guys that lift weights. There's five-foot women that lift weights. But obviously, when you are a smaller person, it's harder to handle heavier objects because you're a smaller person. That's just basic physics. So if you have smaller wrists, you have small joints, then, yeah, wrist wraps could be a definite, definite advantage, definite, definite definite, uh, amplifier of your training. And there's different varieties. You have to experiment. Some are meant to be tightened down really hard. Some can be worn looser. Some are general uh, wrist wraps just for, you know, kind of everything. There's 60-centimeter uh, wraps. There's 80-centimeter wraps. So, you know, some are longer than others. Myself, I use a pair of Lee FTS wraps, and they've worked pretty well. I think I'm going to try out a new pair um, pretty soon. And oh, I believe I have the Javelin wraps, and they're pretty tight. They, like, they, they're definitely cuff circulation if you have them on too long. I'm considering getting a slightly uh, not-so-elastic wraps, being stiffer. But, you know, like I'm saying, just, it's, it's fun to experiment with this kind of stuff. So, wrist wraps, you know, for pressing movements, for any kind of movement. And the one thing with wrist wraps is don't feel like you have to take those off where, you know, let's say like a, well, you know, like deadlifts I just made the case for. You should be able to pick up your heavy deadlifts, you know, hopefully. Um, wrist wraps, don't feel like you have to take them off like, oh, it's not a real max because you had wrist wraps on. The best benchers in the world all used wrist wraps. If it's, if it's good enough for the guy saying the records, it's good enough for the guy in the gym. Um, I, I can't think of a situation where a wrist wrap would ever hurt your training or oh, it won't make your wrist weaker. No. If you can bench 400, if you can get up to you know, 400 pound bench press with the wrist wraps, how are you going to argue that you have a weak wrist? You know, same thing. If you pick the pick up the one hundred pound dumbbells and you're, you're repping those out, are you going to say the guy doing that is weak because well he has wrist wraps on? Well, if he didn't have those wraps on, I'm like, at, at that point, that's the uh, that's like the functional skinny trainer argument. You know, any anyone that's bigger and stronger than him, they're always weaker than him somehow by some completely made up bullshit arbitrary you know rule system that he came up with in his head because he can do this and they couldn't do that because of X Y Z. So. Wrist straps are for everybody. Use them in your training. They work great. I have found personally for doing curls with this again, because they keep your wrist lined up. Even for press down movements, to keep your wrist locked in, if you're doing tricep extensions, they work really well. So I would encourage you guys. Like I said, if you want to really preserve your joints, that's how I think of it. You know, when I'm using this stuff, I'm not just thinking I'm going to get stronger and bigger. I'm thinking I'm going to use it because it's going to help me spare joint stress and in the long term. That will allow me to train harder and longer than you know if I didn't use these things. So we got straps, we got wraps. And then we got elbow wraps. We got elbow sleeves. Now these are a little bit trickier. Um, this is a case where you could use elbow wraps, elbows, or elbow sleeves, really, at any level of training. But I think it does merit, you know, being a strong, like a higher level of strength. If you're just getting into the gym as a beginner, I couldn't see a reason why you need to use uh, elbow sleeves at all. And even for myself, elbow sleeves, they don't necessarily, you know, they don't amplify your strength too much. It's more so just for a little bit of extra stability and because it does keep the joint insulated and warm. Yeah, that's always the term it gets used. It does keep your joint insulated and warm. I've used elbow wraps um, or elbow sleeves elbow wraps are actually a different thing. Elbow sleeves. I should be saying sleeves. I've used elbow sleeves myself. I find them kind of a hassle to put on, and it it feels cool having them on, but for myself personally, I didn't feel like it was an absolute necessity. I used used wrist wraps. I don't feel like I need an elbow wrap too. Some guys freaking love elbow wraps, and they will not train without them. They're very popular in strongman training. So, they're, they're an implement where I would say if you, if you are truly lifting heavy and you are a strong person, let's say you can bench press, you know, at least one and a half times body weight and all the weights you're using, you know, you're you're in the 80, 90, 100 plus pound range for everything. You're overhead at pressing your body weight and beyond that. You know, you're a strongman competitor. Strongmen are infamous for using tons of supportive gear because they lift really heavy, awkward stuff all the time. Definitely. I, and I've even seen bodybuilders use them. You know, some of the bigger guys will want to put an elbow sleeves, but... Again, it's one of those things where it doesn't really make a difference truly strength-wise. It's more so the placebo psychological effect of having it on. But it, it does keep your elbows warm. And I I do know some bodybuilders that do like to use them that are older guys, and they just got beat up elbow joints. So it feels good to them. So elbow sleeves, um, if you were to ask me, should I get sleeves? Eh, I don't know if that's really worth spending your money on. If you want out, to try out someone else's sleeves, maybe. But that's not something that I think is a necessity truly for training straps and wraps for the, you know, the wrist, definitely sleeves for the elbows. Not so much, but you know, like, you know, I'm, I'm not the authority on this. You know, don't go by just by what I say. If you want to try them out, definitely feel free to try them out. I know iron rebel. Um, that company has gotten popular recently and they seem to make really high quality gear. I've gotten really great feedback from people. They're using their stuff. So I'll, I'll throw in a link to them. I I can't, I can't testify that I've used it. I just, I've got buddies that do and they love the stuff. So yeah, that's good enough for me at this stage. So we got straps, we got wraps, we got elbow sleeves. What else we got? Uh, There's a new thing that's come out called a bow tie by Donnie Thompson. And I'll preface, I have not used this myself, so this is not telling you to go get it. The bow tie is an interesting device where it's actually for your shoulders and chest. What it does, it literally looks like a bow tie. You loop it over one shoulder. It goes across the back. You loop over the other shoulder. It pulls your shoulder blades back, so it... Retracts the shoulder blades and it uh, depresses the shoulders and it keeps you in a very anatomically aligned position for your humerus and AC joint. So it's pretty cool. And I've seen guys training with it. And you know, you can squat with it. Um, You can, I think, I don't know if you deadlift with it. You can definitely squat with it, bench press with it. I've seen guys have it on while they're in the gym pressing. One of those things where do you need it in your training? No, you don't need it in your training do I think it has definite usage for maybe improving someone's posture or helping them learn proper squatting, pressing, you know, movement mechanics? Definitely does. Definitely, definitely, definitely does. It's also useful for uh, administering soft tissue work because you can get your shoulders into the proper position. If you're someone that really struggles with internal rotation with the shoulders, you got shoulder elevation, I could definitely make a case for using it with, you know, my own clients or, you know, just using it for somebody to help you help yourself. So let's something to look at definitely something to look at just you know again have fun with this kind of stuff it's, it's up to you what you want to spend your money on um i wouldn't consider the bow tie essential same way i wouldn't consider elbow sleeves essential you know straps and wraps for the wrists more so but you know make your own decision so we got that and then let's moving down the torso we get to the belt when do you use a belt oof this is a freaking question that gets argued holy shit now, my professional opinion, based on all of the evidence I have seen, so am I asking you guys to trust me? I've, I've tried to go through every single possible resource and qualified opinion on this. My opinion is that a belt is very useful to use. It will help you in getting stronger. It will help you in preserving your core spinal health. It will help you in just your training career as a whole and your overall longevity. And there is no downside to using one. That said, that said, I do know guys that have lifted at a very high level that have never used a belt. However, <laughs> I've got—I'm always prefacing stuff. You know, let me say this, but this, but this—the guys that I know that haven't used a belt and have gotten really strong—they got really thick waist naturally. So I, I've noticed this fact for you know, like I said, I've, I've known a lot. I know I've known a lot of elite level lifters, uh, probably more so than most people. Uh, just because of the career I've had with working on these different fields, the majority, I'd say about 85%, 90% of lifters I know, they all wear belts. There are the few that don't, but all those guys, they have in common the fact that they have really thick waists. And they would hate me for saying that. I don't mean that they're fat, but they're one of those guys where they're very thick through the torso, and they kind of got like a natural belt that way. But, you know, those aside, I consider this guys as outliers. Um, i got buddies who are strongmen. You know, off the top of my head, my, my buddy Martin uh, Lisas. he's a stronger competitor. He's a pro strongman. He's a 900-pound deadlifter. He wears a belt in training. He's a big boy. He's 300 pounds uh, you know, or 290. He's got a belt on. So Drunas you know, another 300-something-pound strongman, super heavyweight. He wears a belt. Uh, I mean, you could just run down the list of pro strong, man. They, uh, they all, all, all of them wear belts. Derek Poundstone, I met him once. He wears a belt when he trains. Uh, you know, the uh, champion guy, Brian, um, I just forgot his last name. Dear God, I'm losing. I'm off my game right now. But um, the American gentleman, Brian, I can't remember his last name, I've met him multiple times and talked to him. <laughs> Brian wears a belt when he trains. Elite level pounters, I know, Brian Carroll wears a belt when he trains. Uh, you know, he's a champion level guy. You know, when I've been, you know, when I was at that gym, I saw guys, again, pro-level, elite-level totals, they're all wearing belts. So, the, the, the case, the, the overall historical evidence, you know, and all evidence wearing a belt was very powerful. The arguments that it, that it weakens your abs or, you know, it teaches you not to use your core, not if you use it right. The issue with wearing belts, this is how you don't wear a belt. The way you don't wear a belt is that you have a weak core, and you got a gut, or you just you never do anything for your abdominal torso section at all. And then you strap on a belt as tight as you can, and you use it because it's low back support. I need the low back support. If you're using it like, that way, like which is most you know, let's say average fat bros in the gym that you know the, the guys that used to be big back in the day, I could bench 325, 35 years ago. Those guys, yeah, they use a belt all wrong. If you're using a belt correctly, it maintains intra abdominal pressure on your spine because it allows you to t- keep your core tight. And you can tighten down harder against it, and it allows you to lift a good technique. And does it protect your spine in a way? Yes, but it's protecting your whole midsection. You're not using it because you need because you need the low back support. If you use the belt correctly, you breathe in, you tighten your gut down against it. You you know when I say tighten, I don't mean you suck in. I mean you put the belt on tight enough where it gives you a mind or it gives you a no, I'm gonna say mind muscle connection, it gives you a kinesthetic. Q to keep your abdominal wall engaged okay and yes if you use it in a powerlifting style uh, format you can expand your abs against it but a belt works very very well and used properly it helps you get stronger and when do you use a belt typically i would suggest guys use a belt for squats and deadlifts and anything i i mean you could put a belt on for your warm-up sets but i have you know, both experienced it myself and seen it where if you always wear the belt and you never take it off for any of your reps, it does throw you off when you go to use, you know, when you go to squat raw. So I would suggest using a belt like every other week, or let's say if you're lifting over, you know, 85%, let's say on your deadlifts and your squats, you know, where where the weight gets starts to get risky heavy, where you're really going to have to, you know, get it out. You could use a belt for those sets. Um, And then it's up to you, you know, at that stage, whether you want to take it on, leave it off. And that you know, and there is there's cases that can be made for having beltless training cycles, you can make a case for wearing it every other week, you can make a case for only wearing it for sets over eighty percent, but you know, still getting stronger so maximally between seventy and eighty, and then you know it doesn't matter. So there's lots of situations. But overall, experiment with it, use it for squats and deadlifts. Um, the way I use it myself, don't use me as an example of what you should do, but this is personal experience. I use a belt for my heavier deadlift sets, over 85%, anything over 90% I'll put the belt on. I'll use it for rows, if I'm doing any kind of bent over row. I don't use it for squatting though, because it feels this bizarre to me, but I have a short torso and long legs, so you know the belt, this makes me feel like I'm sort of bent over. Funny, but I use it for deadlifts, I use it for rows, heavy rows, but heavy bent over rows, and that's why I use a belt. How you want to use a belt, it's up to you. So we have a belt. So let's see, we've covered straps, wraps, sleeves, the bow tie. We've covered the belt. Now, the best best article I found on using a belt is by Greg Knuckles. I'll provide a link to it. Uh, it's a really, really long article. Basically, he, basically, to summarize the whole article is that anyone can use a belt, you can use it at any stage of training, and it's up to you whether you find it effective or not. <laughs> so that's the short version. Greg Knuckles says that, yes, it's fine to use a belt. You know, it's a very long article of like 29,000 words, but overall, the, at the end of it, it, it looks like, yes, a belt help does help you get stronger, so feel free to use it. Um, so we got a belt. What else do we got that we can use for gear? we got knee wraps. I think that would be kind of the last thing. You can use knee wraps. So you got knee wraps. and You got knee sleeves. What's the difference? Knee sleeves, or more more so like elbow sleeves. They keep your knees warm and they give you a little bit of rebound. Not a lot. And when I say rebound, basically they help you push back up when you're squatting. They give you some rebound. Uh, you know, maybe they'll add like ten pounds to your squat. It's it's more so psychological. It's not like you can put it on. Wraps or you know sleeves, it's not like you can put knee sleeves. It's like oh, you squat went up hundred pounds, but it does make people feel a little more stable. Makes your knees feel good, so maybe it adds some pounds to your squat, definitely, or just allows you to squat more. You know, oftentimes with a you know, oftentimes with the sleeves for the elbows and the the knees, it's not about necessarily moving more weight. It's more so just to keep your joint feeling good. Guys notice that their, their joints get less irritated, so it allows you to train harder. So you know, don't think in your head like oh, this is all about getting stronger. Sometimes it's just about being able to train in the first place. So you got knee sleeves. Uh, reband makes the best knee sleeves. It seems unanimously. That's the feedback I've gone. I've tried the Tommy Kono knee sleeves. Tommy Kono, um, Kano Kono. I believe it's Kono. Tommy Kono knee sleeves or knee, uh, yeah, knee sleeves. I tried those. They're, they're very hard to get on, and it was a case where I put them on. They are great for squatting, but then you can't do anything else with them but squat. Um, which, if you're an Olympic lifter, I totally get it. Or you know, just a powerlifter and you're all you're doing is squatting. But if you're going to do lunges or Step-ups or leg press, anything else, you can't really have knee sleeves on. So I don't use them. I tried them out I, for a, few, a little while. I'm like, yeah, these aren't really my thing. I, they definitely help you on your squat in the sense your knees feel very stable. Uh, but it wasn't enough where I felt like I had to have them on. Knee wraps are different. Knee wraps are... They, they make your knees hyper-stabilized, and knee wraps, if you put have someone put them on correctly and tighten them down, they can add a significant amount of rebound to a squat. I mean, you know, not, not just like you know, 5, 10 pounds. It can be 40, 50, 60, 70-plus pounds. People will at uh, knee wraps. You know, I've seen guys where there's a very dramatic difference between their wrap squat and their unwrapped squat. That said, using knee wraps yourself, it's pretty hard to do. I have seen bodybuilders use them in the gym. You know, Arnold would kind of put them on sometimes when he leg pressed. If you really want to use knee wraps for that, you can. Uh, they're really I think I would argue they're more so meant for heavy squatting. But yeah, like anything else, again, if it, if you feel like it helps you get stronger, if it feels like it helps you protect your knees. What what the knee wraps do is they increase the hydrostatic pressure in the knee. So they're very painful if, when you put them on correctly, since they got your joints so constricted. But, I mean, it creates this truly, like, incredible spring reflex um, lever action at the knee where you go down, it literally bounces you back up. It's pretty unreal (laughs) if you get your knees wrapped correctly. Uh, So, yeah, so you can use knee wraps in training. You usually need someone to help you put them on. But I've seen guys do it themselves. It's just a lot of work. It's a lot of freaking work. But if you feel like you want to put them on for, I guess, a heavy sub leg press or your heavy squats, by all means, be my guest. But I wouldn't consider them essential. If, if I had to pick one between using sleeves or wraps, I would say the sleeves are more so for training longevity. The wraps are really more so about getting stronger. So that's a whole rundown of the, I guess, probably the basics of gear, guys, you know, how you can use it. Um, there, there's, there's obviously nuances to this stuff, like especially with straps. Uh, or no, I'm sorry, not straps. Especially with like stuff like knee wraps. Knee wraps, there's a whole science to using them and when you put them on and when you don't have them on training. I would encourage everybody to try and get as strong as you can raw without needing stuff. You know, maybe you just have straps or just have wrist straps. And then if you start, you know, putting a belt on, you know, like I said, you don't have to be at a certain level of strength, but don't put a belt on to do curls. You know, don't put, don't put a belt on to squat the bar. You know, be, be have in mind to be reasonable about reasonable about this, and use these things when you're approaching your heavier levels. You know, the lower rep ranges of, of uh, you know strength training or doing like the all out sets, like I said, don't just put the stuff on, just to have it on. You know, if you're a bodybuilder, I could say you know who gives a shit. You can wear everything, put on whatever the hell you want, and no one cares. Um, you know, I, I kind of treat it that way for myself. I wear my straps a lot for lots of things. Um, you know, but I don't have. I've never had grip issues either because I make sure I do grip work. But you know, like I said, be reasonable about it. Uh, you know, you get, do get stronger raw. Don't neglect, you know, be, you should be able to train without your gear. I'll say it that way. And then if there's anything real specific where you think you want to be a wrapped, you know, a knee wrapped squatter, or, you know, maybe you know, your belt, you want to really learn how to use it for squatting, you know, go to a powerlifting expert, um, get somebody that's powerlifter, competitive lifter, and they'll really, they'll hopefully show you the proper way to use these things. So that's how you use gear guys. I'll include some links for it in the show notes. And hopefully this has helped you out, get stronger, train hard, don't be afraid to you know use some fun stuff and just enjoy the experience. You know All these things are just tools to help you in your training career and view them that way positively. It's not an ego thing. It has nothing to do with being hardcore. It's all about getting bigger, getting stronger, and progressively making that your mindset the rest of your life. So until next time, I'll say good luck and train hard.